want it to do. Because some people have a misconception of what it is versus like the actual hard work and agony you put your body through. So I went there and uh, I liked it. And I actually ended up meeting uh, Gina Medina or the Latin heartthrob. And he was actually the one who pointed me in the direction of hybrid school of wrestling in San Antonio. So he told me to come out to one of his shows that was in San Antonio, which is like around where I was at the time. Uh, I went there. He introduced me to the coach and the coach uh, Marvel was literally like, okay, come in tomorrow. We can talk about it more. And so I went in literally the next day and he's like, wow, a lot of people don't show up. Like they just say like, Hey, I want to do this. And then they never come. Mm -hmm. Uh, So that's kind of how I started. Gino introduced me to Marvel. And the next day I was, I was in it. (laughs) So how, tell us about that first bump. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So it's honestly like more of a mental like roadblock because if you've ever been like roller skating or anything and those skates like start coming out from under you, your first instinct is to put your hand down. Like you're not going to take it with your bag. And so for them to be like, okay, fall, but like, don't catch yourself with your hands because you might break your wrists. I'm like, and so, uh, Marvel, he's actually very, uh, I guess technical. And like, he took it like step by step. And so uh, there was only a couple of us in the rings who were learning that kind of stuff. And so one of the guys wasn't getting it either. So he got one of the graduates we have like to go down on all fours and they pushed the guy like over him. So he would like bump correctly. Oh wow! Um, once I saw him do that, I was like, I got it. It's fine. You don't have to push me. Like I got it. <laughs> like I'll do it myself. Yeah. A lot of it's very odd. You have to like get it into your body. And if you're not like, previously an athlete and you're doing it for the first time like it feels you have to really get it ingrained in in when you are an an athlete too because you know in other sports you're trained to protect yourself and to avoid getting hit you know (laughs) because I did did Muay Thai before wrestling and it was I had to unlearn everything everything yeah you know so yeah a lot of people don't uh, understand that part of wrestling is it's put your body in the position where all your instincts are screaming, do not do this. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Did you, um, so when you first started or even along your journey so far, has anyone given you advice that like you still hold on to, to this day? Yeah, for sure. Uh, there was one wrestler in particular, um, basically his advice was to me, uh, right before I went out of the curtain, uh, which I, my head is like, running at a million miles an hour. And he was like, Hey, just a second, breathe, go out there. When you like your music hits, go out there. And I want you to stand there for five seconds. And I just want you to look at the crowd, like take this moment in, like you are new. Uh, this is scary, but this is going to be a stepping stone. And if you just rush it, you're going to, you're going to like, forget it. You're not going to take it in and enjoy the actual moment you're living in. Uh, same thing when you're in the ring, just like take it in. You are Maddie Renkowski. You're like, you're not a normal person. These people came here to see you, like act like it, like have that confidence, enjoy your moments, things like that. And that like is something I'm constantly trying to work on because again, right before my matches, I'm like going at a million miles an hour. <laughs> yeah. I'm like that all the time as well. Um, as far as your name, so this is coming from like a respect uh, a wrestler's perspectives, and obviously yeah. um, well, Sarah's a wrestler, but you know the rest of us aren't. Well, 
I'm not the, I'm the one who hasn't done the ring stuff yet. However, <laughs> have you like some people come up with totally different names. It seems like the less know if this is like your birth name or not, but you just went with like your name. So what's the decision behind that? Like, why, like, why did you make that decision? I actually tweaked uh, my real name uh, just because I, my real name is pretty similar. I still wanted to have that barrier where not all of my business is out there like that, but I am Polish and I am Mexican and my Polish side, I kind of wanted to embrace, like I wanted to keep my last name in there Mm -hmm. uh, just because your culture is part of who you are and you don't really see too many people putting out their Polish name like that. Right. (laughs) I like that. So tell us about your WWE uh, experience. So you were you were extra with that. I kind of talked to a lot of people who had that experience as far as being extra. Did you, how was that experience? And then have you been talks with anybody from WWE since? I'm open to it. <laughs> <laughs> my ears open, my doors open. <laughs> we here. Um, but my experience with WWE was incredible. It was so like I was starstruck. It didn't feel real. Like, I feel like I wish I had that advice that gave that guy gave me like then to like take it in. Cause it's so surreal. Like, of course you go to different shows at different venues, but this is like a well-oiled machine. Like there's stuff everywhere mm-hmm. and like, it is so chaotic, but every person literally knows what they're doing. And so to see like these athletes and they're just like, they're not just like me because they're like jacked and stuff, but like they're humans just like me. And they're Mm -hmm. literally like, I don't know. They just had an aura about them and they had like a confidence and it was crazy to not only get to be backstage, but to see them like go into gorilla or to sit at the table next to them. Like these people like you looked up to and these people you watch on the TV, like it's one thing to see them live, but it's another thing to see them backstage. And the catering was amazing. (laughs) It was amazing. But like even in catering, like you walk in and you're like rubbing elbows with these people and you turn and Randy Orton's there and he's freaking huge. Mm-hmm. Like I was like, my jaw like dropped. I was like, what the heck? He's that big. Like they look <laughs> big, but then you see them and you're like, holy crap. Is there anyone, <laughs> anyone that like you accidentally ran into or anyone that like you tried to talk to or like, I know there's like, there's like yeah. uh, etiquette backstage, but was there anyone that like tried to like talk to you and stuff? Yeah, no, a lot of them were like super nice. Um, they came, they shook our hands. Well, a couple of them and they thanked us for being there. And we actually got to sit down with William Regal, uh, mm. which was crazy. It was crazy. We were all just like standing there watching them. And he's like, Hey, y'all are the extras. And I'm like, yeah. And he goes, Hey, let's, I have some time. Let's like have a conversation. Wow. <laughs> I was like, okay. So, nice. <laughs> so that one was pretty cool. One person that really like stuck out that I didn't think like, cause like you were saying, there's that backstage etiquette. Uh, one person that stuck out that I wasn't like expecting to catch me off guard. Uh, we were walking to our extra locker room and uh, Scotty Too Hottie was walking by and I like had like a, a fangirl moment, but I was like, contain yourself. Contain yourself. <laughs> 
And like, I like hit the guys that we were with. And I was like, oh my God, that's Scotty too hot. And they're like, what? I'm like, oh my God, it's him. It's him. <laughs> so, so what's the game plan? Your goals as far as wrestling in the next, you know, five years or so? Yeah, of course. So, I mean, I am still like fairly new to the wrestling game. Right now, I'm still perfecting my craft, but I'm also starting to realize more so now because you go to seminars and they tell you things like MVP is like, you're your own brand, like promote yourself, right. like wear your stuff. And I was like, okay, but it hasn't really kicked in until now, until you work with people like Thunder Rosa, who promotes the crap out of herself. Yep. Like she All is so passionate. What I want to start doing moving forward is I want to create myself as a brand. Um, I want to kind of get more platforms. I want to reach out to a bigger audience while I am perfecting my craft. Right. So sometimes like, I don't know, like people who aren't interesting, like they can still like find an identifier with me when they look at my Instagram or something like that. Right. Is there a certain um, promotion that you want to go to like this one drop kind of if you can wave a magic wand and you know you get everything that you're kind of working on and it's all there is there a particular promotion that you're like man like their storylines are on point this is where I want to go or is it just more of like this is my passion and whoever sees it like I'm good with it yeah I definitely like end game with my magic wand I would love to be <laughs> in NXT WWE but for sure, I would like to like be in NXT for a hot minute just to see like, because you see these girls and they come in and you see them in the Mae Young Classic and they're great. Mm -hmm. And then you see like they go through the developmental, they go through NXT and they just like, I don't want to say they triumph over like some of the main roster girls, but they do. Like right. there's a lot of girls on NXT that I would rather see wrestling on WWE than some of the talent that they do have. Yeah. So I would definitely like to be there for a little bit. But other than that, anyone will take me. <laughs> is, there someone, is there someone that you, like, it is like, because it sounds like you're a huge NXT fan. Is there someone on that roster that you would love to have a match with that you're like, really? I'm going to work up to this? Oh, yeah. yeah. Rhea Ripley. I was going to say her name when, when you mentioned the Mae Young Classic. She's the one who is, you got to see her whole transformation. Totally evolve, yeah. Yes. And so, like, I honestly, like, I saw her in the Mae Young Classic. And, like, like I said, she was great. But, like, the person she is now, the confidence she has now, and everything that she has evolved into is, like, a storybook of what I want to be. Yeah, it seems like there's like two paths. You have some people who've developed their like their character and their and inside and out. So there's very little minimal tweaking to do. Um, I'm the the two people I, are that come to mind is Bianca Belair and um, Chelsea Green. Even though Chelsea Green has a couple personalities, you don't have to do much with her. Yeah, you so don't have to. Like, I'm a fan of everything. Fan of both both of, both of them, and I feel like if you come in with your you know your your character and your confidence, then it's just that much easier. It feels like the people who kind of come in and they don't necessarily there's a couple of things um, with WWE. It's like WWE doesn't get it, so then that's always a problem, or they just don't have all the all the other little little things like that that kind of makes sense. I personally think I've seen your interviews and I've seen um, you wrestling. Like as far as your personality, like you're you're there just kind of everything. Amber Nova is a really good one as far as packaging. It's crazy how much promo and stuff that she does. So that's like a really good person too, that comes to mind. 
that um, just kind of Th- Thunder Rosa as well, but just comes to mind. They just have so much going on. And yeah. so, you know, like, you know, when it happens, like, all right, cool. That was, it was meant to happen. It, it is what it is. Um, however, before you get to all that, we're going to get into uh, <laughs> rapid hot tags. Are you ready? Women's wrestling rapid hot tags. Yes. <laughs> okay. uh, so your favorite quarantine snack. Ooh, Lay's chips. Ooh, any flavor in particular? Um, I can only eat the original ones. <laughs> uh, do you prefer working out at home or at the gym? At the gym. Uh, cooking at home or ordering out? Ordering out. If you could wake up tomorrow having gained one quality or ability, what would it be? Invisibility. Like that. What, uh, what in your life are you most grateful for? My family. Okay. And this is this is the this is this is the tough question. Here we go. If you were able to live to the age of 90 and retain either the mind or body of we'll put 25, 25 year old for the for the last 60 years of your life, which would you want? Oh crap. I mean like the logical answer is to say mind, but like I'm gonna go ahead and say body because I don't want like to my hand. <laughs> <laughs> You reduced it to 25. I don't want my 25-year-old mind. I'm going <laughs> to... I mean, because uh, how old are you, Maddie? 25. <laughs> yeah. So th- there's, there's a vast difference when you, like, you know, you you get... Th- I can't say you're 30 because she's not 30. So I was guessing. I actually thought you were a little younger. So, <laughs> so that's why I gave her 25. So <laughs> if you could look like your 25-year-old self for the rest of your life, shoot, I'll take that. I was banging. <laughs> I was actually not as hot at 25 as I am at 32, so I, you know, oh, I'd stick with well. the 30s. Okay. Either, either way, <laughs> we'll put, Karen, next, next time we'll put 25 to 30. We'll give a we'll give a You arrange. All right. <laughs> All right. Real quick, though, I think more wrestlers are going to pick body because of, of of what we do. And I know. I think I'm just out, I'm just going to be outnumbered continuously. That's fine. <laughs> I mean, you can manage us then. That, that's yeah, good. yeah, exactly. I'll, I'll be, I'll, I'll be able to make sure y'all are aren't like you heard all of the hot He's <laughs> like, we all get to where we need to go because Emily's like wrangling us because we have <laughs> no idea what's going on. <laughs> that sounds like something I would do. <laughs> all right, so we're gonna hit a star of the week real quick. Women's wrestling star of the week. <laughs> week is Lindsay Snow. Trained by Jay Lethal, Lindsay made her debut in 2016 in Ring Warriors May Mayhem. Just one year later, it was reported that she was invited to a WWE tryout, which is a great accomplishment for the rookie wrestler. She has only grown from there, going viral for a video of a shoot takedown during a match that went sour. Snow has wrestled for Shine, Queens of Combat, Full Throttle Pro, Fighting Evolution Wrestling, and this year became the first winner of the women's tournament at Josh Barnett's Bloodsport 3, which just happened recently at The Collective. Be sure to follow her at Kaiju Power and tell her Women's Wrestling Talk sent you. And if you want to learn more about a star of the indie wrestling scene, please shoot us your suggestion for future Stars of the Week. Thank you, Sarah. I do have a question, uh, Maddie. So the Kim Kardashian thing. They're coming into the last season, so what? It, what's <laughs> what's the what's the game plan? Like, are you are you are you? Is it like a a strict um, connection to them, or you know, are you gonna shift your character a little bit? Um, I mean, they're iconic and they will live on forever. I don't think this is the end. I mean, they're probably gonna do like spinoffs because I don't think they can live not in the spotlight. Mm. Um, <laughs> I mean, we'll have to see. We still have one more season that 
starts in 2021. So we still got some time to figure it out. I can still watch Courtney and channel my inner Courtney. So, and Kim is becoming a lawyer. She's going to law school. So who knows? You could. Yeah, I think like they might take a break for two or three years. And I think we'll see a teenage version of the Kardashians. Like when the kids all become teenagers, I definitely see that as a possibility uh, happening. In the very beginning, I used to watch it all the time when I was living in Canada. But for some reason, when I moved here, I wasn't, um, I couldn't Keep do up. the weekly. Yeah, the <laughs> weekly. And then I think some to living in California, like for instance, this is like, totally kind of off topic, but I'm kind of looking for places to stay. And for some reason, my Zillow went into Arizona and found, oh, God. Hello. <laughs> Hello, oh Kat. What's oh. your name? Her name is Kat with the K because she's a Kardashian. Oh. Hello. Hi, oh. Kat. It was so funny. Both Emily and Sarah's eyes just lit up like they just saw, like, up. it's. Oh, bye. Bye. It was so nice to meet you. Oh, nice to meet you, cat. Yeah, oh, they like absolutely lovely. love you because now you're part of the cat army. Oh, we have a whole cat women's <laughs> wrestling pop army. <laughs> oh, goodness. Hurting, hurting. Um, but I think, the, I think the apartment cost and the, the cost in Los Angeles is so crazy. And then you see the Kardashians with this, like, you know, these mansions all over the place. I'm like, mm, I don't. I, I don't, I don't want, I'm, it's not helpful to my struggle right now. Yes, so I don't want that's, that's why I can't watch it. I just get so jealous for when I lived in Cali, knowing I was so close. So yeah. Close. And then, you know, your apartment's like yeah. $3,000 and you're like struggling to take care of that. It's I great. mean, I, I have to say, I actually have been not exactly where they lived, but I was up in like the Hidden Hills area mm -hmm. uh, in the same complex Okay. Uh, at some point for a baby yeah. shower that was super grand and like overwhelming. So you got um, a whiff of the Kardashian air. <laughs> I was, I was a gate away. I, I didn't go to like, cause they're in like the far, far gate. So right. I wasn't, I went to the three gates in, not the fourth. <laughs> All right. So I'm just going <laughs> to touch on That's the as cat. Close as I got. Uh, how many cats do you have, Maddie? I only have one. <laughs> it's I think okay. you need another one. They need I a do one. <laughs> <laughs> and now um so as far as um you know COVID and everything kind of stopped everything and now you just did the um training with jazz um <laughs> so has your bookings been picking up since you know I wouldn't say COVID is not gone but for some reason we're just kind of adjusting to this new normal um yeah definitely uh once Mission Pro kind of I don't want to say they kind of like started like the headway of the safe practicings uh, for shows, but I think so far they've been the best example of that. So once they kind of set the tone, uh, bookings started opening up and like this November, it's pretty, pretty full. <laughs> That's good. That's a good thing to have. So where can people find you if they're not following you right now? Okay. Uh, so I'm on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all under Maddie underscore Renkowski. Uh, that's M-A-D-I underscore W-R-E-N-K-O-W-S-K-I. If you can spell it, you can find it. <laughs> yeah, it's very easy to pronounce and spell once you slow it down in your head. It's not one of those, you know, that has a silent like eyes hidden somewhere. <laughs> like that. So it's very, it's even though it seems like a lot, it's really not that. Um, so thank you so much um, for coming on the show. We really, really appreciate it. And thank definitely you. we watch you. We're going to be watching you every step of the way. Um, a little secret. 
um, pretty much anybody who's kind of been on the show and they've said where they want to go, they typically kind of go there. So, you know, just put it in the universe and, you know, the magical <laughs> parlors of the show will, you know, help you out. So I'm just, just, just saying. So what I'm do you hope for 2021? What do I hope for 2021? Annex two. Annex two. I think Annex and two money. Is young. That's like I I hope they have both of those because that's that yeah. was a really good, really good um program. So hopefully that happens. Um however, uh cat mom number one, where can everybody find you? You can find me everywhere on the internet, including Patreon at Sarah the Rebel. Sarah has an H as God and the Bible intended. <laughs> and cat mom number two, the farmer's daughter. <laughs> You can find me on all social platforms at Emily Mayheller. That's M-A-E. And for you guys, what I forgot to say at the top of the show, because we're just all honest about everything, um, please, we actually need your support. We're doing a lot of things for the show. We have a like, website coming, merch, all that great stuff. However, you know, we're not balling. We're not rich. Hence all the non-stuff yes. in the background. Um, so please, if you're listening to us on Anchor, donate. Um, definitely, um, we need subscribers as well. So if you can't donate, we definitely need followers. If you send these to other people, that's great too. Because we are the number one women's wrestling show on the planet. There is nobody like us. So just definitely show and support. It'll be greatly appreciated. But, you know, supporting with the dollars would be appreciated. Just, just. A tiny bit oh more. Gosh, just don't don't have your coffee. Have yeah, your it's, it's actually less <laughs> than less than a cost of coffee. A cost of coffee. You could donate a dollar if you want. That'll all that'll all be appreciated. Um, other than that, don't forget to follow us all on social media. We have www talk on Instagram. www talk pod. I think right, Sarah. Yep. <laughs> on uh, Twitter, and we're also on Facebook as well. Other than that, my name is TK Trinidad, and you can follow me on everything at TK Trinidad. Till next time, guys. Ciao. Bye. Bye. <laughs>